you have to make it a thing because everybody falls back on the default, like, oh, I'm so busy and we have all this family stuff going on. And like, I totally get that and I, I respect that. But you make it one night or two nights a month that it is, you can't miss it. Mm-hmm. and just make it your thing and you never know what relationships you're going to build from that and your business could take off you could get a business partner out of the deal you just never know you gotta you gotta go there and just at least have really one or two quality conversations where you have some good takeaways out of it and can like get some traction with people welcome to ria radio episode 45 with your own owen dashner ted kosh and jeff cone You're listening to Rio Radio, the nationally trusted name in real estate investing. We dig deep to discover investors' why in real estate. If you want to skip all the BS and get in investors' heads, you're in the right spot. Be one of the thousands to check out RioRadio.com. Hey guys, this is Ted here. I want to give you guys a little bit of background on what you're about to listen to. Uh, Owen and I were on the Team Building Podcast, which is Jeff Cohn's podcast, which is actually one of the top 10 real estate podcasts in the world. So it was a super privilege to be on that. Uh, Jeff Cohn, if you don't know, he runs uh, one of the most successful real estate brokerages in the country. He's personal friends with Gary Keller and many other people. Uh, so we have a quick little podcast. We're on there for about 20, 30 minutes. And Owen and I thought you would enjoy this content because we do get a lot of requests that you guys want to know more about Owen and I and what we got going on. So this just gives you a little bit more insight. So check out this episode and give us a five-star review and let us know what you think. Hey, what's up, you guys? Another episode of the Team Building Podcast, where we interview top team leaders, broker owners, and thought leaders from across the country. But today... We have two very special guests right here in my hometown of Omaha, Nebraska. Sitting next to me, if you're watching the video, is Mr. Ted Kosh. Ted is the president of the local Omaha, Nebraska RIA, real estate meetup company slash franchise. And he'll talk about that a little bit today. And then next to Ted is Mr. Owen Dashner. Owen has too many businesses to mention, and we'll be speaking about them on the podcast. Of course, a lot of times I go out nationally and look for the best thought leaders in the country to bring to the show. These are two of the top influencers in our state. They're doing big things, and they will be expanding nationally soon. Hopefully, I can be a part of that expansion. And I thought I'd bring them in today in person, in flesh, and we'd have some fun. They want to have too much fun, and I warned them that our audience wants the conservative version, so we'll see how well they follow instructions. You said Sima Sima. Exactly. <laughs> so, Ted and Omen, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start off, Ted. Why don't we talk a little bit about RIA? Of course, we have a lot of team leaders, broker owners across the country that listen to this. But, you know, Mr. Bartlett, a, a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, he hosts a investor training every week for anyone that's on the Elite Real Estate Systems coaching program. And Clint spends an hour every week kind of unfolding all of the different things that Dynamic Properties does to acquire. I think we're over 150 doors now. I would uh, definitely recommend anybody that is not participating in that to definitely participate. I have... I also have a real estate team here at KW Elite when we have uh, 14 agents on the team and we're all investor-based agents and I, I heavily push my agents to go to go. It's usually we have at least half of our team attending all that, including myself. And um, you being in the industry for five or six years and not, not Owen status of, you know, 20, 30 years. But uh, I have found that I, here I, we go. I, I learned something new every <laughs> single time from it. 
I love it when people make jokes about how long someone's been in at something. It's funny. When I first got into residential real estate, agents would put their nose up and be like, well, I've been selling real estate for 30 years. And I would always go, how many deals have you done? Because I did 60 my first year. What's up? And that, that never went over very well. <laughs> and <Same> conversation's <laughs> over. And I'll never talk to them again. And they probably still haven't. And that's okay. So, um, Ted Kosh, you've been following the um, investor training that Clint Bartlett offers. Of course, you've been around a lot of influencers across the country. We had David Green come in person and speak with us from Bigger Pockets. And that was been, amazing. You've been around a lot of other high level. What do you see in the investor training that Clint has offered that you think is applicable to your residential agents who are working in more of that hybrid role where they're, they have the investor hat on as well as the residential real estate agent hat? Well, one thing I always liked is you can just look at a different perspective because um, he's actually breaking down in, in the sales of each individual property. And it, it's knowledge. I mean, we can train it, but to look at somebody that's actually in the in and buying that quantity of properties consistently, um, you can learn a lot because he has a, a day by, you know, a week by week class and it's very structured and he's done it for what, two years yeah, now? Yeah, two years. And uh, he was super nervous when he started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's but, done such a great job. You know, it's interesting. Everyone in my leadership across all my business entities, I've pushed them to be on podcasts, to be on stages, to um, accept any invitation where they can go speak somewhere because it does stretch, stretch us. But I think for the most part, it helps us look into our own businesses and be more self-actualized and understand why we're successful. What are some of the things we do systematically over a long period of time that has helped us get to where we are today? So for anyone that hasn't looked into this or hasn't signed up or hasn't taken advantage of the Tuesday investor training, go out to grow with ERS for less than $500 a month. You can be coached by one of the top investors in the country who happens to be my best friend and my business partner. And he does an amazing job. And to Ted's point, I think one of the other things people say he does a great job at is makes it real. So he uses real life examples of doors that we are buying and acquiring. And I think right now we're averaging about eight acquisitions a month. Uh, we're keeping about a third. We have over 150 doors worth over $20 million. We've built that portfolio in less than four years. All right. So for those that are here, Owen, that are thinking, man, it'd be cool to go buy one of the one of the houses I go on a listing presentation. They say they want to sell in two weeks and I could just go buy it, but they don't have the money. I think one of the things that stands out to me about you and what you guys do is your hard money lending company and hard money lending seems like such a negative. But why don't you share with our listeners what the whole strategy is behind that and how you help investors that don't have enough capital win? So hard money is basically you're not utilizing your own money to purchase property. So the most common way is to use bank financing or a line of credit or just your own cash. And if you don't have access uh, or availability of any of those three, then a good route to go to take down a deal, especially in a super competitive environment like we have now, is to make cash offers or cash equivalent offers. So a hard money loan is basically you're borrowing from a, you know, more or less a small business owner typically, and they're making a B2B loan to an LLC or a corporation for the purpose of buying. And generally, it's going to be, um, you know, your house flippers or Burr investors. So buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. And they'll typically take down a deal, do whatever they're going to do to the property, and then either refinance out, pay back the hard money loan with bank financing, or they will sell it, take their profit and move on to the next. So we've been able to kind of fill a void here in the Omaha market. And we've been able to do that in Nebraska, Iowa, we're, we're looking uh, really hard at Illinois and Michigan right now. So we're kind of expanding into a couple of new markets. Cool. But we've been able to work with local investors, especially since we 
the owners of liquid lending, our hard money business, we're all investors ourselves. So we kind of have built a little bit of a mousetrap here. A lot of the people that we've gotten to know over the years through investing and going to RIAs and, and meetup groups and all that fun stuff have approached us. And, you know, our biggest problem, honestly, has been uh, keeping up with demand. Yeah. That's a great problem. So now. it's been fun. Yeah, yeah. So you have a lot of capital to loan out. I know you also own a property management company and you manage most of your own doors. Is that right? Well, I, I, we don't through, uh, so I have a couple other businesses. I've got some of my own rental properties that I've acquired over the years. And then I have a business partner, uh, Brandon Tauber. We own Red Ladder Property Solutions, which is uh, similar to what dynamic properties. Are you guys going by Cash Offer Omaha now? Yep. Um, so we're a similar type of a hybrid business in that we are more or less a real estate marketing company. And then we decide what disposition we want to use on the property. So okay. like you, we keep some, we sell others to other investors, some we end up wholetailing and some we do retail flips on. Okay. So let's go back to the hard money really quick. I always think loan shark when I hear hard money. And that's why I said there's a negative connotation. Just from a loan shark standpoint, if someone's not paying you back, have you had to go break anybody's knees yet with a baseball bat? Not yet, but uh, it's been close a couple of <laughs> times. We have Rocco and Knuckle on, on, I wondered, on I wondered what they did for you. <laughs> so in all reality, though, just like a bank, correct me if I'm wrong, you take first position. So worst yes. case scenario, you know the deals. That's why it's such a safe way to make a profit. And for anyone listening, I, I would assume you could reach out to Owen if you were like, hey, I've got a bunch of money in my market and I know investors, I just really don't know how to loan them the money legally. These guys have all of the history. You used to be loan officers that did this for years and years and years. And so would you mind breaking down for the listeners what it actually looks like? Like somebody, maybe they've already exhausted all the money they have available at the bank and they find their their 17th deal of the month and they're like, how are we going to get this? Well, let's just go over here and they have a good track record and let's borrow some quick money. How long does it take to pay it back? How much do they have to put down? What does that look like? So a typical hard money loan looks like this. It all starts with the deal. So if you bring a property to us that you have under contract, we'll underwrite it like we're going to be the ones buying it. And if we analyze the deal, run comparable sales and do our market research on it and it pencils out and we think there's more than enough room to uh, have the have it be a successful project for the borrower, then we'll fund the deal. And we've done, I think, three times we've actually funded a deal the next day where they've already had title work and everything done. They just, at the last minute, the lender they had lined up bailed. Yep. So we were able to step in and do it. But you're right. Uh, we do take first position. So it's similar to how a bank operates. Generally, when you get a mortgage on a property or a you know uh, an instrument of financing like that, depending on what state you're in. Uh, we would take first position on the title. So there's going to be a lien on the property. And then when you're done with it, um, typically a title company or an attorney will contact us for a payoff statement, just like they would a bank. They pay the money back. We then redeploy it into another project and rinse and repeat. So if someone listening is looking to rate, you know, they need some capital, they want a hard money lender, they'd never heard of this before, and they're looking for it in their own market. Of course, they can go Google, I would assume, some of these buzzwords, which would be what? Hard money, private money? Hard money, private money, you know, hard money lenders. And then I think probably the easiest way to find it, depending on your market, if you have a local RIA or if you have a, a real estate investing meetup group or some other real estate adjacent type of a gathering, those are typically where you're going to get your best referrals. So ask around if you have uh, experienced investors there, just say, mm -hmm. how do you fund your deals? Listen to what they have to say. And maybe you'll get a hard money referral. Maybe you'll get a, an awesome banking referral. You just never know sure. unless you ask. Facebook groups also are great. Facebook spot. groups are, oh, that's great point, Ted. So if you're, if you're trying to get into a new market or even if you're, if it's your own market, that's the quickest way to do it. If you can't go and attend all these meetups, let's, you know, let's say you have a demanding job or not enough time, family, you know, that type of thing. 
join Facebook groups and then just ask that question in the group and you'll get quick answers on it. Oh, this person funded a bunch of loans for me. And you know, that's how, that's how it works. We yeah. just, we just interviewed uh, Sarah Weaver. Uh, she's been on a couple of bigger podcasts. And one thing she said that every time she goes to a new market, she goes onto the, finds the local RIA Facebook group for that city or whatever meetup. She types in the search engine, whatever she's looking for. It could be plumber or whatever, not hits a hard money lender and starts building her, her contact list and looks at all the people that post and, and create suggestions. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, good, that was yeah. a good gold nugget. That's a, it's like a cheat code for yeah. how to fast forward, you know, what you're looking for. It's a, yeah, it's a fantastic tip. So a lot of people that listen to this podcast, obviously are all about self-help and want to improve. They want to become a better version of themselves to make more money, less time, less energy. Ted, from your perspective, of course, you've taken over the RIA and you've exploded. I think it's the fastest growing RIA in the country right now. Um, you've done an amazing job with it. For someone listening in whatever location that they're in, if they are wanting to get a little bit more involved to run kind of this hybrid agent model and they just want to kind of check out a RIA, first, how do they find it? And then what's the value at? What's the point of the RIA? Okay, so there's usually a RIA in every single city, and but not all of them are backed by the national RIA organization. If you want to find one that's nationally backed, go to nationalria.org. And and Aria is R E I A, just so you guys know. And uh, you can find all the nationally backed ones. There's hundreds of them out there. Uh, otherwise, like in in Nebraska, I know that there's eight uh, other Rias around around the, around the state. So uh, we're actually creating Ria Nebraska right now. And uh, so we're actually going to combine forces and have a one stop shop for all these. Uh, that's how we're, cool. our next growth plan. Uh, but if you're looking, uh, a lot of times you can find these groups on Facebook, like we mentioned earlier. So if you're on Facebook, just type in or just Google search it and you'll find your local meetup group. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, just here alone in small Omaha, Nebraska, we have probably about, what, six meetup groups here in town? Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, so there, if, if Omaha has it, your city has it. And I've helped other cities get one going. If if you uh, think that you want to start a RIA or your own type of meetup group, I'd highly suggest it. And I would start off by just creating a Facebook group for this. Um, if you're flipping properties, showcase those properties, uh, get, get, uh, just do some live videos saying, this is what I'm doing, do an open house before you put that house in the market for sale, invite all your contractors in and invite the people from your group to start that as your first meeting and then grow from that. And maybe you could start by interviewing those people that were your contractors and just have a meet, find a local bar or pub to meet at. People love to eat and drink. And your first few are free. You're going to find out that this does start costing money to hold it unless you're independently wealthy <laughs> and you just want to start forking money out. That's fine. But otherwise, you can charge a fee. We charge 20 bucks for one-time visitors. We charge 100 bucks for the year. We're the cheapest RIA in the country. And like you said, we're the fastest growing right now. We went from uh, 72 members two years ago to we just broke 400 members uh, last month. Okay, so for anyone listening, <clears throat> you could obviously start your own, and there's a ton of benefits, which we're going to talk about today. But what is the benefit just from attending, like from the attendance standpoint? You've got so much content out there with podcasts like this one. You've got books. You've got you know all these other resources to become a better version of yourself. Why do I want to go hang out with a bunch of wannabe investors? Yeah, so the one thing I did immediately when I took over, and a lot of people don't do this, I put my content out there for free. The speakers do bring people in, but it's not what the meaning of the RIA is. So, so I, you go to my Facebook page, you can watch any of my RIA's uh, events uh, that were live. Oh, is mine on there? Yes. It's for free for all the podcast listeners? Yes. Wow. Yeah, you, go to Omaha, you can just go to Omaha RIA uh, Facebook page. You can uh, hit hashtag live RIA events. You'll find Jeff Cohn's, which actually was, to date, our highest attended event Ever. Don't worry about it. And you had 151 people show up for your event. And uh, and the RV group's been established for 19 years. I paid people to come in. <laughs> okay, well, that explains a lot of extras. <laughs> but it, I've seen uh, your presentation done numerous times in front of our real estate group and uh, other meetings. But one thing I say about yours is 
your your presentation was completely different than any other presentation I've seen you do. Uh, it, it had, I mean, Owen, you even said it was one of the best presentations you've ever seen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, anytime you have a crowd that's just like dead silent, especially all the type A personalities in real estate that were just wrapped in attention. And afterwards, yeah, we just we got a ton of good feedback on it. That was such a such a good job. It was a great audience. And, you know, to have an audience that's willing to be authentic and engaging, that makes all the difference for a speaker. So I couldn't have done it if you hadn't done such a good job putting a group like that together. Yeah. Aw, group hug. <laughs> We're just doing a shout out. Uh, we have a podcast called Rio Radio, and we actually put your presentation on our podcast. So you can listen to that whole presentation on there. You're all welcome. Right. Cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right. So changing gears for a minute, you know, there's obviously a huge value add to be a part of the Rio in whatever city you're in. And if there's not an REIA, RIA meetup group, there's going to be a ton of investor meetup groups. We have a lot of team leaders, broker owners here that are just 100% focused on building residential real estate businesses who monetize their time off of a real estate commission. The thing that I think make both of you really interesting is that you're both in residential real estate as well. But like me, you've created ancillary businesses. And Owen, I know you and I are partners in one of those ancillary ventures, which is title. And so going back to this whole RIA mindset, there are so many other businesses that can benefit by creating that synergy across a lot of different industries that would want to have that type of a RIA meetup. So could we just name a few? Like who are some of the top vendors that are at the RIA that are willing to offer their services? So between local and national sponsors, we have 42 sponsors right now. Uh, you know, the big names are going to be your Home Depot, your off, your Office Max. Um, Home Depot offers like 25, up to 25% off. Office Max offers the same. Just discounts. by being a member for $100 a year? Yeah. Dude, Yeah, <laughs> that would benefit you like even if you didn't invest in real estate. And you then, go to one time. And then locally, though, I mean, we have, we have banks, insurance, roofing companies, uh, real estate companies. I mean... Uh, we have, uh, I mean, I just got American Express lined up uh, this week as a sponsor. So, wow. And they, and it, it, all, the, all the local sponsors, though, if they can legally have to offer a minimum of a 10% discount to all the members. So they have to, it has to be something that gives back to our members. That's awesome. So, I mean, you think about setting something like this up and yes, it takes time. And you started the podcast. A lot of people think, well, what's my resume need to look like? How many doors did I have to invest in? So, hey, Ted, let me put you on the spot. How many doors did you invest in before you became the president of the local RIA? I had one <laughs> and, uh, and it was grandma's house that I heard. I, and I told the story in Clint, uh, Clint Barber's podcast. I bought podcast. my grandma's house. Yeah. Well, you know, and she still lives there to this day. It wasn't an intention for investment, but actually when... And I was trying to get my wife to make this happen over and over again, but it came to a point where I was like, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, we can't own the Real Estate Investment Association and not have investment hey, properties. Investment. Yeah, so we actually bought our, uh, so I bought the the local RIA two years ago during the heart of the April of 20, the pandemic, mm -hmm. which was a great our June of 20. And we bought our first property like a couple months before that. Because I knew we had to get something in there to have some credibility. So, so I like put Ted on the spot just now. I didn't even know that story. I assumed he would have had more than just one. We're at the 10 now. Okay. So 10 doors. The reason I bring it up is everybody waits until some pretend event that they created in their mind to be able to be an influencer or create impact or start a podcast or start a website or start a business. There's no number. There's no rule. Like, go be an influencer. Go create a database. Go start doing it. Whatever you think you do well, go create a platform where you can teach others. And there's no way to lose if your intention is to be authentic and help people become a better version of themselves, which is the same reason I started this podcast back in 2015. And over time, it's grown into all these amazing business opportunities because I was willing to give back and people will be attracted to that. And that's exactly what both of you guys have done. Well, I've always surrounded myself around people like Owen and, you know, Owen, you got hundreds of properties and, you know, and 
I've always helped those type of people find properties. So I, I felt like I was making everybody around me a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I and I was absorbing, absorbing, but I didn't take that leap. And the Rio's for me the leap. But it's surrounding. I mean, there's people like you know Owen that I was looking up to during that time, and I that's why I approached him to. It's like, hey, we got to do this podcast together. <laughs> yeah, for 100. percent And you know, I talk a lot about ancillary businesses in the residential real estate, and I'm like, okay, if you have a real estate team or a brokerage, you can control who the mortgage goes to, who the title goes to, who the insurance goes to, home inspection, home warranty. Every pro- everything a property needs, and then you go into the investment world, hard money lending, back to the title. You've got all these national vendors. You have all this support, and it's just this giant pool of resources. Everything you need uh, to get going is at your local RIA, or it should be if it's a good RIA. I mean, for instance, I've used liquid lending for all, my last five deals. Uh, two of them I just bought a month ago through Liquid Lending. Uh, I've used Galaxy Title with my title services. Mm-hmm. So I, I am using all my vendors in-house. I, I, we have a dumpster company. And they're, they're the dumpster that's all, at all my properties, dumpster too. Dumpster fire? Uh, yeah. yeah. Red, <laughs> I, red box. I was listening to one of, one of your podcast episodes, and it had dumpster fire in the, in the title. Are you serious? Remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I didn't even know about that one. Uh, I'll have to check that out. I wonder who I interviewed. Hey, what I wanted to make one one point on this. So uh, the other day, and it was probably a couple of days ago, there was a gal on the Omaha Real Estate Meetup Facebook group that asked the question, What benefit? how would it benefit me to attend a local meetup or RIA event. And like, you know, that was it. That was the question. And and some of the answers that were coming back were, I don't know, a little antagonistic. You know, they were, they were kind of giving her a hard time. And I wanted to highlight that because I, I'll tell you this, you and I wouldn't be business partners. You and I wouldn't have a, a podcast together. I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't have liquid lending. I wouldn't have my, my partner with Red Ladder if I had not started Dude, going to those really events. That's really interesting. That's a good point. And, and I met you through Clint. Yep. And Clint was, uh, you know, you guys are some of our biggest competitors in yep. town in that in that business. But we got to know each other. And it's like, you know what? We shared a lot of ideas. One thing I really like about, about Clint and your approach toward training is just it's all an open book. And you're like, you know what? I will, I'm fine teaching the masses because there's not very many people that are probably going to apply that. And if they do, great. A rising tide lifts all yep. ships type approach. Yep. Less than 1%, like Owen said, we are competitors. Like, how many deals have we competed against? And I say it's true competition. We're both trained by the same door. How many times? Has that happened? I mean, dozens. And it's <laughs> so funny. 10. Yeah, it's been like it'll swing one way where you guys will get a bunch of deals and then what the other way and it all evens out. But have like, we here's the best. Have we ever bought one where we borrowed money from you to buy it? That would be amazing. I want that to happen. No, but that has happened on uh, other uh, really? other liquid. Yes. Like, we'll get second. beat out on it and then we'll get a loan application oh request. Oh my like, gosh. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is a good point though, too, because you actually bought a house from them and you got the deal at the RIA. Yeah, table. that's true. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Clint, it was just a conversation Clint and I were having. And he was like, hey, how's it going? You get, what have you guys bought lately? And we mentioned something in Elkhorn. And he's like, oh, well, I love Elkhorn. What do you get? What is it? And we told him about it. And you guys ended up buying it. Oh, that's cool. And that would have never happened if we right. had not been there of in course. person. So yeah. it, I like, I, I have to, you have to make it a thing because everybody falls back on the default. Like, oh, I'm so busy. And we have all this family stuff going on. And like, I totally get that. And I, I respect that. But you make it one night or two nights a month that it is, you can't miss it mm-hmm. and just make it your thing. And you never know what relationships you're going to build from that. And your business could take off. You could get a business partner out of the deal. You just never know. You got to, you got to go there and just at least have really one or two quality conversations where you have some good takeaways out of it and can like get some traction with people. 
well, just a, I didn't really fully answer that question. You asked what the value was of the RIAs. I, I, to finalize that thought really quick and go off this, I get that content out for free online and, and, and uh, via our, our channel, specifically because it's not about the presenter. The presenter brings the people together and the people being the people coming together is what the RIA is all about. It's all about the handshakes, getting to know the people in the community and and learning from the people, creating mentorships and relationships, because it's a it's at least here in Omaha. It is completely a trust based business. Mm -hmm. And if you get a bad name, you're blacklisted. But (laughs) you want to be there and make it and make friends because you're going to trade deals. You're going to trade contractors and everything else. Well, and after the speaker is done, the best part, best energy I felt was there's another how long? Two hours. Oh, people yeah. are hanging out usually there till midnight yes hence the point and i yeah. think the last time you did it as a, at a hotel which is a little creepy but whatever that's kind of ted's style <laughs> there, there's a bar and restaurant in the hotel oh was that reason they, okay and they keep it they keep, i was wondering about that they keep it open did you say that your car your car was there when i left it too <laughs> <laughs> just kidding so let's switch gears and kind of close this out for anybody that wants to get in touch with you guys what is the best way for them to do that if they just had additional questions oh when you want to start that off sure um yeah my cell phone's fine 402-578-4003 um I'm happy to take any questions there. I'm pretty active on the, in the uh, Facebook, uh, in the meetup groups, at least locally here. If there's anybody nationally, you can always send me a message through that. Or Instagram, odog2424 is my handle. And uh, yeah, that's uh, probably the best way for me. Perfect, Ted. Uh, our Instagram is Omaha, I'm sorry, is uh, Ria Radio. Uh, my email is ted at omaharia.com and you can find me on Facebook. Perfect. And we'll put all of that in the show notes. And also, I just want to invite all of our listeners, if you haven't done this already, wherever you go to listen to these podcast episodes, please go out and put a five-star review. There's an algorithm within the podcast so that when other people are searching for this type of content, they can find it. Give these guys a five-star and then give them a quick shout out uh, to Ted and Owen for doing such an amazing job today. We covered a lot of content in a very, very short amount of time. Also, a special invitation to anyone and everyone that are interested in coming to Omaha, Nebraska to hang out with us for two days. We host a team building workshop. Uh, that That's a two day all on investing as well as building and scaling a dominant residential real estate team. But we do speak to the hybrid model. We speak to all the ancillaries we talked about today. Ted, you're usually at those events. So I think I've been there for the past two years. I, I think you have as well. And we'll get Owen out to some of these as well. And we usually bring in a surprise VIP speaker like a David Green. So for more information about those upcoming events, go to growwithers.com. And until further ado, let's put a bow on this episode. I think we did a great job, gentlemen. Love it. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you.